Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Now for a little dad joke to start this, wanted to say, behind every successful coffee business is a strong brew game and a lot of puns. Now, my guest today has been in the coffee business, but has also been working with others, individuals, entrepreneurs, on uh, learning how to profit first and to bank on themselves. Uh, he's the co-host of a Wealth Wisdom financial podcast with his wife, Amanda. And they, they share their experience through podcasting, through developing personalized financial strategies for individuals and couples and profitability strategies for business. So, Brandon, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I tried to get on my channels, but I don't know if I got it working because, you know, I'm not I'm not a millennial. Uh, so I don't know how technology works yes. yet. Well, you know, whatever age you are, it is definitely uh, more difficult the less the less we use it. And so if you use right. it and grow up using it, then you're going to be more inclined to, to know how to immediately key into those different tools. But um, I appreciate the work you're doing and I'm excited for this conversation. So let's get started. Yeah, for sure. In regards to entrepreneurship, the show is all about highlighting those journeys of individuals and their entrepreneur experience. And I started this with that pun about a coffee shop and being in a, a coffee business. Let's talk about that. But if there is anything that you have that precedes that, uh, go ahead and highlight that as well. But talking about that foundational entrepreneurial journey for you. Yeah, I think, uh, well, initially, um, my wife and I, she's, uh, went to university of Chicago. So she learned a lot about, uh, I've been reading this book called grit. So she learned a lot about how to overcome certain obstacles, uh, in, in education. Uh, I was in the, um, well, in the music industry and in the Marine Corps prior to okay. the coffee shop industry. So you learn a lot about what you can accomplish or what's possible, like meeting huge celebrities. Uh, when people said, how, how do you get in there? I'm like, well, you intern. So I did all that. Um, and then starting a coffee shop after 2008, um, people were saying, you you can't do that. That's impossible. Uh, you shouldn't do it, which probably they were right. Um, but, you know, a naive, being a naive uh, entrepreneur, that was the point of why we started. Uh, we were... We wanted to change the world when we were naive enough to think that we could. And we still think we can change the world and we're still um, doing amazing stuff. And we're just a little wiser, a little gray, but you know. Yeah, it comes with, uh, comes with the experience along the way. <laughs> and I don't know, it always is grayness through experience, but it does seem yeah. that <laughs> as you see more gray hairs that there has been experience gained along the way. Yeah. Some, some, I wonder, I'm like, dude, uh, did you get any experience or, you know, as I work with some and, and, and some sure. is what I, what I think makes somebody powerful, uh, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, isn't that they got knocked down. It's that they got back up again. They're not living in 2008 saying, oh, I did this or that. And I, and they never got back up to do something. They, they got back up and they moved forward. I think yeah. that's uh, a power thing that we both have. We've, we've gotten 
metaphorically punched in the face a couple times. You know, no, so. sure. Well, let's talk about that coffee shop experience. What did you gain from that experience that you now know that would have been great to know at the time? And how did that resolve to where you're no longer in that business anymore? Yeah. So one is the profit margins on coffee uh -huh. are not that great. Okay. Uh, as much as people love and say, oh yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there all the time. Well, uh, you need to sell a lot of coffee and they need to be there every day, all the time uh, yeah. for it to, to really work. And as a business owner, uh, you're last to get paid. So it's illegal from a payroll perspective to yeah. not pay your staff. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but it's not illegal to not pay you yeah. right, as a business owner. And then what happens is people say, well, you love it, right? That's why you do it. And I'm like, uh, well, yeah, I do. However, uh, I do like to eat too. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It's just, hard. It's just sometimes hard and people don't yeah. realize the challenges. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember in our second year of business, everything that could go wrong did go okay. wrong from, you know, just, and it wasn't the business. The business was going, it was chugging mm -hmm. along, but yep. we had family dynamics. We had a, a miscarriage. We had, um, I don't know. My grandmother died. My okay. cat died. My appendix, I was in the hospital. My wife was in the hospital. Wow. And yeah. when a customer comes in and says, how's it going? They really don't want to hear life sucks. They want to hear it's great. Here's your coffee and move on. Right. So True. Uh, having somebody else that cared about us, not just what we produced, was really important, at least at that time. Yeah. And still now. Yeah, absolutely. And didn't you experience some water leaking <laughs> into the face? Yeah, that that too. We, we literally, this was why I love the infinite banking uh, policy uh -huh. that we, we put in place is because literally um, there was roofers. They took off the roof because they were going to redo it. And, and then they left and, and they didn't tarp the roof because there was no rain in the forecast. <laughs> right. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I go home to the gym uh, or go home and then we go to the gym. My wife and I are on the treadmill. My staff person calls me and I'm like, all right, I'm going to call him in five minutes and I hear the rain outside. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's, I, I could hear it really hard, at least at the gym. And then he calls my wife and, and I hear on the phone saying, you guys need to come in. The store is falling apart. Oh, no. like, uh, what? Uh, we literally go in. And, and, the there was about that much water. Oh no. Uh, in, in there. Yeah. Uh, and we're wading through water. Yep. Uh, we found out later that my wife was, uh, four to five months pregnant. Okay. We didn't know at the time, which sure. probably wasn't the best idea for her to be wading through the water. Mm -hmm. But, um, but because we had our policies, our savings component, Yep. We were able to sell the business and not close the business. We were able to overcome yeah. that stupid yeah. um, brainstorm. Yeah. Yeah. The circumstances that are unexpected. So it's yeah. good to have strategies in place to be able to weather those storms that come yeah, up. Literally, literally, 
weathering yeah. a storm at that uh, the morning was not we weren't expecting a hurricane yeah right yeah whether it's literal or figurative those, those storms will come up in our lives and in our businesses so having mm -hmm. strategies like the infinite banking strategy which we'll get to in just a little bit here um, to talk about um, i wanted to comment first in regards to the the coffee business having small margins i'm thinking that may be why there are some more of these coffee shops that are going to this coffee and cocktails <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. create a different additional customer base perhaps that may be one of the reasons but now that said, um, so as you transition out of the coffee ownership, the ownership of that business, what was next? What what came up next in your lives? Yeah, so like I said, my wife was pregnant, and yeah. then we we found out a couple months after uh, that she she was, and after that flood, we're like, man, all right, uh, I need to to change things. It's it's also illegal to have a baby behind the bar, so. Yeah. Uh, sure. We're like, all right, we need to change our business. We need to yep. move on or do something. And, and so my, we were, we were planning to, or, or we sold the coffee shop. And about that time, my mentor had a job posting. And Perfect. in that job posting, I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I will uh, apply for this um, position. Yep. Right. Uh, and then he comes back to me and he says, no, I'm not going to hire you. And I was oh. like, oh, well, I thought I, I've been sending you clients. That sounds, I, I'd be perfect. Right. Uh, and so I'm like, all right, my, my wife is like, well, you're, you're now selling the business. So you need to go get a job. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm unemployable. I'm a, I don't think I can. Uh -huh. um, and then he comes back to me about a month or so later and says, I have an idea. How about you and your wife um, both start your own agency and I'll coach you. Okay. I was like, Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, she's seven months pregnant at the time. So no one's going to yep. hire her anyway. So might right. as well uh, do it. Yeah. And uh, we did not know that the world of finance is very opinionated. Yeah. All we knew was this concept, this infinite banking concept changed our life. Yeah. Um, and so we got into it again, having a little naivety, naive, yeah. naive, uh in that and we change people's lives now do we still get people saying oh yeah but you could do this you can chase the market mm -hmm. and that i'm like yes uh all the time of course right but it's about building a foundational stable foundation financially so i can do more crazy things like start a coffee shop or yeah who knows real estate i don't know whatever it is Right. So for those that don't know what an infinite banking concept is, clarify that a little bit so that we gain that further understanding. Because I know some people have an idea yeah. or others do not have any clue what you're talking about. So give me a little bit yeah. of further information on that. So what I like about this is uh, we're all in the banking business, no matter what. Uh -huh. right? I remember having the coffee yeah. shop and I don't know about you. But I, I felt like I was paying Uncle Sam, who never showed up to work all the time, uh, and banks. The amount of credit card company processing fees that were going away. And I'm like, dude, these guys are never here. Well, I, I learned a lot about that. And knowing my biggest risk was me, 
my biggest investment was me. So I needed to make sure that I had some safety for me, not just divest out of the business, but how do I build some stability in case I need it? Right. So that's why we uh, started this, uh, Mm -hmm. this infinite banking, banking yourself policy for us, right? What, what banking yourself is a properly designed whole life insurance policy. Okay. That is a mutually owned non-direct recognition that has ability to access the cash value. It's a mouthful. Some people say, well, oh wait, but it's not this or that. And there's a lot of like, I don't know, Twitter or, or different things that are out there that are illusions of it, or people think they know, but, but they sure. don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but for me, all I know is this made, helped me build a stable foundation to yeah. do more. And I just want to help people like think through a cash flow using a right. profit first or, or anything you're going to save. Yeah. But why would you save into a, a plan that you don't know what the future holds in regards to taxes? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I think taxes are going to go up in the future. Yeah. Right. So why pay taxes later on something that we don't, you know what I mean? Right. And access. I'm not 59. I'm nowhere close to 59. I like to have accessibility of my uh, cash without penalties. So that's why I like it as a business owner. Yeah. Okay. So it provides some tax shelter, a Mm -hmm. stable foundation, a location that you can access without penalty before age 59 and a half. And, um, so in regards to that, are there any, I guess, limitations as to what you could use those funds for when you are putting them into this whole life insurance policy this, that's properly designed? Yeah. So my only limitations really is, and, and I work with my clients, if they mm-hmm. want to use the cash value, right? Because yeah. it's a loan. It's kind of like me getting a loan from older me, right? Yeah. And... And if somebody was going to take out a loan and go to Vegas, yeah, I might tell them as as their uh, financial professional, uh, maybe you should consider something else. Like you know, um, don't go to Vegas and and blow it all on, on black, right? Uh, I don't I don't know, but I can say that. But they could still do it. It's not yeah. going to uh, matter. They could do whatever they want. It's their money, okay. right? Yeah. Um, but as a, as a, uh, fiduciary, I might say, maybe think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, but I, I think that what I love about this is it's not just for education. I can use yeah. it for marketing. I could use it for literally, I used my policies to buy mm-hmm. an office condo. Okay. Uh, Cause I have multiple ones now used yeah. it to buy an office condo. So I'm now the, uh, I'm, I rent right? I'm a business owner. I rent to me yeah, and I pay myself back. Yeah. Okay. Um, Right. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. That's the best kind of situation. If you're going to be in a lease, how much better is it to be able to then pay yourself for that space? That's also paying off that space. So, I mean, that's awesome. Well, and because I own the property, uh-huh. Which, uh, the reason I got out of the coffee industry was yep. because I was not the landlord. 
Yeah. Uh, I was the tenant and they were giving us a year to year lease. And I'm like, I need to, I need some stability. So I want to have as much control. And so having the policy and the control, and I could even tell my, my self, I'm not going to pay rent this. I'm I'm going to, but uh, I could do that. And on top of that, uh, I lowered my tax bill because Mm -hmm. I own the, the real estate and depreciation. So then yeah. that was, that was awesome. Absolutely. You got to take advantage of those uh, I- additional benefits of real estate investing, depreciation, yep. other tax deductions. So why, what would your answer be for someone that asks, why not just put that money, same amount into my savings account and then just pull it out of my savings account when I need it and then pay it back into my savings account. Why, why this strategy versus that yeah. one? So, so I think about it, that's the, like, there's the debtor staircase and huh? the safer staircase. The debtor staircase is, uh, I have this, uh, debt and I climb back up and I yell, I'm debt free, right? This is uh-huh. the Dave Ramsey approach, right? Yeah. We got, we went to student debt and then the saver staircase, I, I saved all this money and I bought the car, mm-hmm. right? Then yeah. I'm back to, to zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no good. Okay. What, what I like about this is it's a wealth creator. It's an escalator. So it's going to go up. It's going to, it takes a little while, right? In the first few years, yeah. there is a cost in, in any business. There's a cost, yeah. right? But I can tell you by design, I know whenever it's going to like have a tailwind and I'll take a loan to mm-hmm. buy a real estate, right? Or something. And then I'll pay it back. Now, the way I kind of think about it is People are very familiar with using a, a um, HELOC or a line of credit oh. against your house, right? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing, except you're the house. Yeah. Right. So you're building yeah. equity into your house. But I don't know about you, but I don't know any savings account that's going to give you a death benefit tax-free mm-hmm. if you die. Right. right. So I'm, I'm accessing this cash value. I, I have a big loan hundred thousand dollars but my death benefit is one and a half million right uh-huh. well if i died they're just going to subtract that from that yeah and my wife gets 1.4 million yeah i don't know which one's better uh, that i mean seem- it's it's not good for me i'm dead but right? you know um yeah, no, yeah. I, I I definitely see that picture. I mean, just like the house situation you described, if I take out a, a home equity line of credit and I use that, and if there were a circumstance that I needed to sell my house, well, that would yeah. I'd have to also pay back that line of credit, but I'd still have that whole value of the house. It didn't go away. Yeah. Um, but if I had it in the, the savings account and I were to have used it, and then in this situation died, there's no more money in the savings account that's going to be given out to that person that survives me. So yeah, so it creates that additional benefit on the other side as well. And I imagine there's a couple additional steps to access those funds, which would prevent some potential that someone might have to, to wastefully spend the money that's available because it's there. I don't know myself, but I imagine there's a few more than just going to the bank and pulling out some cash. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it takes a couple more days, right? Uh-huh. Uh, a week or so. Uh, and if you have a, a little more time to like maybe make sure you're not going to go use it at the bar, 
Um, maybe you have time to sober up, right? Yeah. Uh, before and that's that's time maybe in our benefit so access is good uh immediate access is sometimes bad that's why credit card right. companies love us yes. because guess what we have it in there and we're like oh but i want it i oh you deserve it no you don't right yeah. uh and we we end up paying for it with 20 percent interest because you know gosh darn yeah. it we deserve it um, yes right and you deserve like, yeah, it right sure, now. You yeah. You know, I'm not saying you don't, you know, if you guys are listening, you do deserve it, but maybe not. And, and maybe not right now. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's something there. There's a better way, better strategy to get there. Yeah. So you also help people through coaching them and areas of well, profit first would be an example of that. Uh, mm -hmm. But the the business that you are running with the, the coffee business, like you said, you don't necessarily have to pay yourself. It's not illegal to not pay yourself. But I'm thinking that maybe go flies in the face of the profit first strategy or concept a little bit if you're not paying yourself when you're operating yep. the business in any way. So yep. for those, again, that don't know much about profit first and the, the concept behind it, share a little bit about that mindset and the yeah. ideas and strategies. Yeah. So basically Mike McCallowitz is the, the writer of profit first. Okay. And what he said is most people, what they do is they put profit last. Right. Okay. And, and most businesses are running almost like, um, let's say Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a giant buffet table and they're just pulling out money and then they're like, wait a second, I, I, I ate too much or whatever. Right. Uh -huh. um, what, what I like to think about with profit first is we're building smaller plates and okay. you're putting what is, what should be first, first, we should run a profitable mm -hmm. business. I will tell you a lot of businesses that I know uh, aren't very profitable. Uh, they are using the credit card to run a business and the credit card companies are making the money yeah. off of them running a really expensive hobby. Right. Sure. Uh, and yep. so what we want to do is divide the money coming in into different buckets. Okay. Right? So you have your profit account, right? That's saying if, if we put money into the market, we want to have a profit distribution, right? Right. Well, we should have the same thoughts about our own ventures and our own business, yeah. right? So every quarter I'm getting a profit distribution because guess what? I'm successful at what I do, right? Yeah. So so that's good. And it, and if I don't get a profit distribution, I got to do something, right? Yes. Uh, then I have my owner's pay. Uh, that's another bucket. So I'm making sure I'm paying me, not just waiting till last. You yep. have your OPEX that's running an efficient lean business, not a business that's running a hundred percent OPEX or 101%. Yeah. Right. That's what a lot of businesses do. And then you have a tax account, right? Okay. You put money into a tax account that is set for taxes. Again, I've worked with plenty of clients that they forgot that they ran a business and that uncle Sam's going to come back and ask for money. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then they're like, oh, I, I'm behind on taxes. So I'm like, yeah, because you spent it on marketing on Facebook ads when it yeah. should have been spent on taxes. 
Now, what I like to think about is having these different bank accounts is amazing, but I could use a policy to put it through and mm-hmm. then I'll take a loan if I need it for taxes or for other things. So one of my bank accounts just happens to be a life insurance policy. Uh-huh. Okay. So in addition to having those in separate accounts, separate buckets, you could also mm-hmm. incorporate the strategy that we were just talking about, mm-hmm. infinite banking concept, and employ some of that cash into that account, which then allows you to pull that out for this mm-hmm. same purpose for, for paying your taxes, for uh, buying new equipment that you need, in addition to to what you may have, we may have already described. Yeah, okay. it's all one wallet, but yeah. in, a, in essence, I want to give dollars jobs in different yeah. areas. I okay. have a policy for my son. That's his adulting fund. I don't yeah. touch it uh, yeah. because it's his, his, his money. Right. I mean, it's our money, but really it's yeah. his. So. Okay. So for someone that wants to find out more about these concepts and to learn, what is the best way for him to re- for them to reach out to you and Amanda? Yeah. So of course, go to our YouTube channel, Wealth Wisdom okay. Financial, learn. Uh, our website is wealthwisdomf, as in financial, p as in partners.com. Okay. Uh, and have an intro call with me, right? Um, yeah. What I like to do is just have a conversation, do a full financial analysis, because a policy, the profit first system is a placeholder, right? It, it helps yeah. you do what you want to do. And so doing that, that full financial analysis helps to put the, the, the hammer, if you will, if this is a tool yep. in the right place, so then you can leverage and use it to grow your wealth. Right. Again, I own a real estate property. I just happen to, um, be the tenant too. So, yeah, perfect example of utilizing the strategies that you are teaching to yeah. others. So absolutely would encourage people to reach out to, uh, to Brandon and his wife, Amanda, and to learn, learn the lessons that they've learned through their own experience and that they're applying as well today. Now, I did have one further question for you that I always like to ask my guests. If you were to be handed a million dollars today with no restrictions on it, how would you invest that into your business or another endeavor and why? Yeah, I'd probably do a lot of uh, policies again, up okay. to my my limit. Uh, yeah. I would probably do some marketing uh, ads. We've done a lot, or not ads, marketing mm-hmm. endeavors. Yeah. Um, maybe a book launch because we are working on a book. Okay. So how do I uh, amplify that? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna go on some kind of trip. You know, because you sure. know, a million dollars, I'm not going to go spend it and go buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, uh, we are. Yeah. We are. I don't know. Some people, as they make a lot, they they spend a lot. And I'm like, yeah. all right, we have a small house and we're OK with that. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'll, I'll probably be as as we keep growing those the millionaire next door that's still wearing the same old shirt. Yeah, even though I could afford a, a really nice million dollar shirt. Yes. So okay. that's probably some of what I would do. And then I'll make sure I will go on a vacation. Uh, my One of my goals is to have my son visit six of the seven continents Okay. Uh, before he's 18. So right. he's five now. So um, 
we're gonna go somewhere. Okay. Japan. Yeah. Yes. How many has he visited so far? Uh, well, we went to Aruba. Okay. Uh, we've been to a lot of other uh, states, um, okay. and then I think we're gonna go to Japan in a year. Excellent. So. Uh, we have them all marked, and the reason we haven't gone too far is because he's only he's a four. Oh, yeah. I want him to remember yeah. these experiences and not be like, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah." <laughs> I'd see that picture. <laughs> we yeah. were there. Don't remember it, but yes, that's yeah. why. Well, I like that there is a plan in place for how you would use that type of money, but also for what you're doing with your son and his experiences in life, and you and your wife as a couple and how you are helping others in investing in themselves, profit first, thinking about things differently, using the concepts that you've applied and are applying now. So Brandon, thank you again for taking this time to join me today. And I encourage anyone who's listening to do reach out to Brandon, find out a little bit more about this concept. He and his wife have a wealth of knowledge and experience that they'd love to share with you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Zach. Of course. Anytime.